What's up, guys? So in this episode, I want to go over my top five rookie wide receivers for 2020 for this season. Um, so and this is not going to be where I had these guys rated pre-draft necessarily because, well, once you get to a team now, it makes a whole lot of difference in terms of what I think you can do right away. So I don't want you to think I am going back against what I said um pre-draft in terms of where I had these guys rated or something like that. This has this has something to do with that because obviously what I learned in that uh, film study process leading up to the draft will, of course, affect the way I see these guys to some level, but it also has a lot to do with where they landed, who their quarterback is, who their offensive coordinator, head coach is, et cetera. Their, their opportunities share right away because this is not for like the foreseeable future. This is just for, as rookies, who do I think will be the most fantasy relevant right away. So the number one guy on this list is Jalen Rieger. I think Rieger is a very, very talented kid. I think I had a late first, early second round grade on him, which that's a high grade um, for me. Rieger was, I think he was my either fifth or sixth best receiver coming into the draft, pre-draft process. But, okay, so he's immediately, and, and this is rare, he is immediately their best wide receiver, in my opinion. He's like, day one, Jalen Rieger is the best receiver on the Eagles team. That matters. He has a very creative head coach who's also the offensive coordinator, or at least offensive play caller, and Doug Peterson. And I think Peterson, with the way Rieger is so versatile, this is why I thought they were going to take Brandon Ayuk because they're similar players, and I had Ayuk rated a little bit higher. But you can play Rieger inside, outside. You can put him on jet sweeps, motions, etc. You can use him any anywhere and everywhere pretty much as a receiver or as an offensive weapon because he's dynamic with the ball in his hands as a runner in the open field. He can create his own yards. Um, he's strong. He's got really good play strength in that DJ Moore mold, Debo Samuel-esque. Um, so I think that that means he's a perfect tool, perfect offensive weapon for Doug Peterson to utilize as a rookie. And I think also they took him in the first round because they need him to impact the game early. They didn't They didn't take a first rounder to, to groom, you know, especially considering – what they did with their second round pick in, in Jalen Hurts. Like they that means that almost to me puts a little bit more pressure on Jalen Rieger to to perform right away. Number one, they need him to. They needed a receiver. And he has the ability to. They have the offensive coordinator to or the offensive play caller to to find ways to get him to produce early. And they also have my last reason, the quarterback. Carson Wentz is a good player. He is pretty accurate most of the time he's gonna be able to hit Rieger deep and on the short and intermediate stuff so he'll be able to he has a good competent quarterback play and I think that obviously matters especially for young receivers so Rieger is my um, number one fantasy rookie wide receiver for 2020 number two is Jerry Judy as you guys know I was a little hard on Judy at least in regards to how a lot of other draft analysts saw him leading up to the draft. But that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm not a fan of his game. I think Judy's a really good player. I think he's a polished receiver, 
probably, yeah, I'd say he's the best route runner in the draft. And I like the fact that for a rookie receiver to be playing with a second-year quarterback who's only has five career starts and Drew Locke, I think the fact that Judy is a slot receiver, about he's primarily a slot receiver, I think that will help and that will make things easier on Drew Locke. And I think it's a likely to believe that Judy will become Locke's safety blanket and maybe even be that guy right out of the gates because the slot receiver to, to quarterbacks, the slot receiver and tight ends to quarterbacks, to young quarterbacks particularly, they are the easiest to get the ball to. You know, you're not going to have to throw it very far. You don't have to open your hips and look left or right. You just, you know, you know where those guys are early. So I could see with the extra attention that Cortland Sutton will command outside, I see Judy being able to work one-on-one over the middle, and I see Locke being able to know that he's going to win and being able to rely on that um, early and often. So I think... Judy that for those reasons Judy is my fantasy rookie wide receiver two number three is Judy's old teammate Henry Ruggs Henry Ruggs is on the Las Vegas Raiders okay here are my reasons for Ruggs number one he is right away the number one receiver in that Raider offense you could make an argument that it's Tyrell Williams or even Hunter Renfro but as a I'm just I'm going rugs. I mean, rugs is by far the most talented guy there. He is explosive. He has even for even though he's a little smaller, he has serious play strength for a guy his size. I think he has more play strength than Jerry Judy, who's a little bit bigger than rugs. Um, he has the closest, maybe the closest speed to Tyreek Hill that we can think of in current NFL wide receivers or, or players in general. The guy can absolutely fly. So that matters. Um, Derek Carr has been known to be checked down Carr. That will be okay because Ruggs is a is an improving route runner, and by the time the season starts, I bet he's even going to be a decent to good route runner by NFL standards. I think Gruden will want to get him the ball early and often to build his confidence. And I think the quick game where we know Carr will deliver it on time and accurately will will be a very good way to get him going. And um, I think when you put the ball in Ruggs' hands quickly, big gains are likely to happen, at least if you keep doing it, which we we know Gruden will do, big gains will tend to happen, especially with a guy with just such game-breaking speed as Ruggs. Um, if you haven't seen, just type in Ruggs' touchdown versus South Carolina in YouTube. I'm sure it'll pop up. He caught a slant, <laughs> um, over just a quick slant play, against South Carolina and took it like 80 yards to the house. And just when I watched that play, I was like, whoa, who is this guy? Because I hadn't really heard a lot about him at that time. I had heard all about Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy. And then I heard, I saw that slant route and him just take it 80 yards to the house. And I was like, whoa, who is this dude? Because he has speed. And when he when he's just on the field running, he looks more stout than, than Jerry Judy did in college. And he looks just like a stout player, very uh, – compact build tight um yeah i think he's just i think he's a perfect fit for the gruden offense and and what we know about gruden also is if you are the number one wide receiver in a gruden offense he has shown historically to give you the damn ball i mean he has a ton of 1000 plus yard receivers as his number one guy throughout his career as a coach and i think they 
the fact that they took Ruggs with the 12th overall pick shows that they really like him and they want to get him involved. So there was a need there. He's a perfect schematic fit, in my opinion. He's a big play threat, and he has a quarterback that at least on the short and intermediate stuff is going to deliver the ball quickly and on time and accurately. So for those reasons, Henry Ruggs is my third wide receiver. Number four is Van Jefferson. That's right, Van Jefferson. We're talking about an extremely polished receiver coming out of college, coming out of the University of Florida. Van Jefferson is very, very polished. And is when the reason I stuttered when I called Judy the best route running receiver of this rookie class is because of Van Jefferson. This kid can run routes. He reminds me a little bit of Stefan Diggs. He's not quite as explosive, as dynamic of a playmaker generally, but he is a very good route runner and he's built similarly in size and stature. So when you watch this guy run a route, his footwork and the way he gets in and out of breaks is very similar to Stefan Diggs, in my opinion. So the other reason for Van Jefferson is, well, Sean McVay. He's a, a, as we all know, McVay is a very good offensive mind and he can memorize like 10 guys names too. So that, that, that helps, but um, he's going to put Van Jefferson in position to succeed. He's not going to, He's not going to ask a ton from him. And I think Van will play a decent amount in the slot. And I think that will will kind of alleviate some of the – he's not going to be asked to win outside all the time. So I think that matters. Um, not that I, I think he will play and can play outside as well. But I think that him and Cooper Cup will – and Woods really will, will all play some in the slot. So – um, I think that the Rams also, we all know they have Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, but I think Van Jefferson will see the field quite a bit because the Rams are going to be at minimum a 70% 11 personnel team, maybe 68% is the minimum, but somewhere in that range, like they're not good. They're, they're going to have three wide receivers on the foot on the field for at least 68% of the snaps. So Van Jefferson, in my opinion, will right away be their third best receiver at least. So I think he'll be that third guy on the field more often than not. Um, and if he's not that way in the first couple games, I think he will be that way eventually. So I think Van finds the field and finds the field early. I think there is a vacated role of the one Brandon Cooks left with him. And I know they they kind of, the Rams sort of replaced Cooks in the sense that they had already planned on moving on last year and they didn't really get Cooks too involved. But... In 2018, the Cooks that played, and this is with with Cooper Cup, that Cooks, he play, he averaged over seven targets a game and caught five passes for 86 yards per game and almost a half a touchdown. So there is a role, even with Cup and Woods on the field, there's a role for Van Jefferson to be had to exploit, and I definitely think he has the talent and just the overall He's not a guy that you would call a raw player. He is NFL ready. I was much higher on him than pretty much anybody else I saw that's a draft analyst. Um, Van Jefferson is a guy that I am very excited to watch because to me, he fell in the perfect place. Like he's got a a really good coach, a really good quarterback, contrary to what you guys might think about golf. Golf is actually really good. Um, Solid, at least at, at a bare minimum. He's a solid and competent quarterback. So, and he's in an offense that features three wide receivers close to 70% of the time. So, um, 
and I believe he will be their third best receiver right away. So I think he's going to play a lot of snaps. He has the ability right right now. He's not a project guy, and he's in a good offensive system with a good offensive mind and quarterback. So Van Jefferson is my wide receiver four. And my last and fifth guy, Brandon Ayuk. Brandon was very highly rated for me, a first-round talent um, on my board. Um, So first thing is, obviously, there's Kyle Shanahan. He's going to find ways to get Ayuk involved, and he's going to do it early. Um, Why do I say early? Because, well, they lost Emmanuel Sanders. We don't know if Debo Samuel is going to be ready for week one. And they also had another injury at receiver. Like, basically, this team lost its two top receivers of, of 2019 in Debo and Emmanuel Sanders. And Ayuk, pretty much by default, and in my opinion, is their best receiver, plain, plain and simple. Like, even if Debo is playing, and you guys know how much I love Debo, if Ayuk can grasp the system early enough, I think he's their best wide receiver, period. So I think he's better than Debo. I had him slightly graded higher than I had Debo last year. So I know that's bold and it sounds crazy maybe, but let's also remember this. The 49ers drafted Ayuk in the first round. They drafted Debo in the second. So I bet you not only was he the, was he higher graded than Debo on my board, but he was also that on the 49ers board. So, um, so that is to be considered. He has competent quarterback play with Jimmy Garoppolo. They have a true need for him. They have, and especially if Debo's out for the first game or two or three, Ayuk is going to be a busy dude. And um, yeah, I mean, I just think that it's a perfect fit. And also, he's going to be able to take over that role of Debo if Debo misses time, or even if he doesn't, where Ayuk is going to, you can put Ayuk in motion, you can hand him the ball on jet sweeps, you can get him the ball in a variety of different ways. And that is what Kyle Shanahan excels at. So, I think Ayuk is going to have a big rookie season. I think it'll be at least as big as Debo Samuels was. Um, And I think that even if Ayuk has a little bit of a hard time picking up the entire playbook, which we expect from any rookie in Shanahan's scheme, I think Shanahan will have ways to get Ayuk involved early and often and kind of slowly bring him along while producing because let's face it, they need him to produce early and often. That's why they drafted him in the first round, and they obviously didn't anticipate losing two wide receivers after they let Emmanuel Sanders walk. So the need is there. The opportunity will be there. The talent is there. The versatility is there. The coach and quarterback are also there. Brandon Ayuk will be an impact player in year one. Guys, if you want to talk about this, my DMs are always open on my social medias, Twitter at FairShakeFB. Instagram at Fair Shake Football. I totally appreciate you guys listening. All right, later.